Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Uzi, founder of Soul Language and Soul to Business, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm talking with Charlotte Allen, and we're talking about how to be fearless when selling. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a PhD and a CNCEO of Rebel Success for Leaders. Love that name. Works with companies to grow in today's turbulent environment that demands agility, heightened influence, and new levels of collaboration. She has over 20 years of leadership experience, including 16 at Kraft Foods, which I worked for Kraft too at one point, holds a PhD from the Ohio State University and is intentionally best-selling and is the internationally and intentional, everyone, best-selling author of Rebel Success for Leaders, Lead, Grow, and Sell Fearlessly. She's a consultant, a nationally renowned keynote speaker for groups and organizations that are looking to break barriers, drive people-centered, meaningful change, and empower organizations and innovate to lead the market. Woo, welcome. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, that's a mouthful bio. I love that. Always got lots going on over here. I know, I love it. (laughs) Um, So the first question uh, I always ask is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? My soul has shared... I'm going to say a couple of key points. However, I will also say that I have not always heard, listened, or was on the lookout for my soul shares, unfortunately. So what would I say my soul has shared with me? Early on, I would hear from my soul about what I should be doing, you know, my potential the place I should go, my vision. Charlotte, you're not going to be a farm girl forever. There's a bigger world for you, right? There's a bigger world for you. And you will be doing something amazing. Okay, so that's my my first initial recollection of a big message (laughs) for my soul share. Um, I would say also that um, at different points in my career, my soul was sharing that this isn't right. There's something wrong. There is, there is a disconnect. What you are supposed to be doing is not where you are today. It is somewhere else, something different. Um, my soul shared that, you know, I wanted to have kids, right? That was, I wanted to be married, you know, these personal things that are always part of our life. Those are also things that my soul shared with me. Um, I would say now my soul is sharing with me that, okay, girl, get on it, Mm. get, get moving, do it. Um, we, we've got things set up. It's time to go. It's time for you to own this stuff that we have set in front of you. So 
big things. I mean, I think some of the things that your soul shared with you, you know, are the first steps on huge journeys, right? Mm -hmm. Like those aren't big, like, Hey, maybe you should go left instead of right. I mean, those are really big shares. And I think when we step out in our journey, it takes a lot of, you know, fearlessness. That doesn't mean you're not afraid. That means that you just look that fear and go, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. And I think that that took a lot of guts to make those steps. So very cool. And that brings us to our topic. How do we become more fearlessness? having so, so trouble with words today, everyone, how, you know, how do we let go of fear? Not how do we eradicate it? Cause fear is always going to come up, but how do we look it in the eye and say, I just don't care, especially when it comes to selling. Yeah. Uh, I would say fear is helpful. So fear should be your friend. Um, fear is going to let you know a couple of things. You're doing something new and different you are challenging yourself with whatever it is you're talking about. And the fear is also in my mind saying, is there anything else I need to learn about this before I pull the trigger, right? Before I go, before I, before the start line is where I'm standing and I'm waiting for that signal to get going in that race. So for me, fear is a, fear is a friend because if I'm not feeling those uncomfortable jitters, that anxiety, that that is this really the thing I'm supposed to do, then I'm comfortable. And in my world, when you are too comfortable, you are in a really difficult position because you relax, you don't grow, you don't reach out, you don't think about what you could be doing to grow and to have the impact in the world. So comfort in my world is a bigger challenge than fear is and something to be very wary of. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, as far as sales go, I would say that for, I'll just, um, answer that question from my personal perspective. Cause I think I have experiences and a perspective that are probably pretty common. Um, sales for me for a long time felt like something only salespeople did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Only sales. laughs> you know, and, and I was not, I'm not a salesperson, right? I'm not trained to be a salesperson. You know, that's just not what I do. And then, and then I kind of transitioned into that world where, okay, sales could also mean influence, right? Sales could mean selling myself. What are, what are my ideas, right? What are my, how do I, how do I talk to people about getting behind and getting support for my ideas? That could be sales. And I was all on board with that. I transitioned back to the point where I'm now an entrepreneur and oh yeah, sales means <laughs> selling, you know, myself, my brand, who I am. Do people want to work with me? Um, and how do we, and how do we make that happen? So I have had a journey, sort of the spectrum of where it's been and where it is. And I think for me, sales is one of those things where if you understand how to connect it with your soul, with who you are, and not follow someone else's script, it can be very authentic, it can be very real, and it can be very you. I think so often we are instructed or driven by somebody else's blueprint for how a 
sales setting conversation environment should go. And when we connect that to who we are, it becomes a little less foreign and a little bit more real to us. And I think that's a much better place to be. Yeah, I think, you know, I think in in the back of all of our heads, we know that we're supposed to be ourselves, right? We know that selling is really not about pushing. We all hate that pushing, but when we're authentic, when we show up, when we're in relationship, when we're present, things naturally uh, progress. Where do you find... Or why do you find that people kind of step out of that knowing of, hey, we need to show up and be myself? What is the loop in their head that keeps on happening that presents them from being who they truly are? Um, In a sales conversation, I believe that the challenge sometimes is is either that they don't necessarily know who they really are. Right. Point. That could be the that could be the first part. Um, if you if you're if you're a person who feels like you know who you really are, then then I still go back to it's that disconnect with the people that we see who are successful are not like me. So therefore, how can I show up as me and still be successful and still do a good job at this? So I think I think that is a disconnect within um, our societal stuff. And, and we don't really necessarily see people who are successful, who are like us in all cases. So that drives us to be something we are not in order to be successful. I love that. When people are, are, are moving into this fearlessness, is there something that you recommend, like, you know, do they ground and center themselves? Do they repeat a mantra? You know, is there like a hack that can support that fearlessness in a whole new way for them? And how does that, it's a two-part question, which I'm infamous for. And how is that, how does when they show up being fearless in their sales conversation, how does that allow them to be fearless in other places in their life? So as far as a hack goes, um, I relate most of my um, teachings, instructions, how I share with people. I go back to any habit or behavior that you have that's very ingrained in you, right? So is it exercise? Is it reading? Is it walking? Is it, um, you know, time arranging flowers? Whatever it is for you, that habit is something that you do every day. Um, habits are very, very powerful. So when I think about how can I become more fearless, it starts with how do I do a little bit of that each day? Okay. So how can I deliberately intentionally go meet a person and talk to them about what I do for my business? How can I deliberately go search for people? How can I learn something new about a contact that I'm interested in meeting such that when I get to actually have a conversation with them, I'll have a better sense for how to have that conversation to get to know that person in relationship. So my hack, and there's a few other tips in my book, but the hack is really to do the practice every day. It is to become the habit. And 
there are a, a lot of different ways we could do that. Um, but that's, I, for me, it's muscle memory. So athletes, even people who are just hobby athletes, once you know how to do something, your body just does it. And the same is true within these sales conversations. Once your body and your mind knows how to do it, it's not as if you feel scripted or kind of fake or disingenuous because you're, you're constantly trying to play that script you're supposed to follow in your head. Um, you're just doing it because it's, it's part of muscle memory and who you are. Um, okay. And what was your second part of the question? I, I don't know if I caught that one. When you're fearless in your sales conversation, how does that kind of spill over into other areas of your life? So fearless, fearlessness or the ability to conquer, overcome, enjoy, bring along with you and your fear. Okay. Cause remember we're not eradicating it. Like you said, Jennifer, right? We are, we are understanding it and living with it and using it to help us move forward. So how does this help us in other parts of our life? Honestly, it's probably just about confidence. It's about confidence in how we interact. And all of us who are trying these days to build community and to build relationships, to be strong, strong, more strongly connected to what's around us. Um, when we can have those conversations in a sales setting, you can have those conversations pretty much anywhere. And it is still about conversation, whether it's in electronic means or in person means. I love that. What big questions have you been asking yourself lately? I have been asking myself, I, I often ask myself, um, very opposing questions. So I've been asking myself because I strive for balance. So, so I've been asking myself, how can I go bigger? Because I don't feel as though I'm not, I don't feel as though I'm going big enough. So how can I go bigger? And at the same time, I'm asking myself, how can I focus? Okay. Because going bigger for a lot of people just means adding stuff, a lot more stuff to the plate. And I, I feel as though you need to have very deliberate focus you know, in order to be successful. So I need to balance the two. Um, and sometimes when you're just focused on being very deliberate, you don't go big enough. So that's what I'm asking myself of late. That's a very big question. And it will kind of unfold some really huge evolution for you. So that must be a really fun time that you're having currently. Right. I I, it's fun. It's fun. It's also something I have, how shall I say, I stepped into myself. It wasn't as if my soul and I have had this conversation, right? And and we are going into this together. So I feel very good about this very big world that I'm exploring these days. How do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? Sure. Um, I am primarily on LinkedIn. So Charlotte Allen Food Innovator is my handle. You can look me up on LinkedIn. Um, and I post a biweekly newsletter there as well as comment on other stuff along the way. And if that's not their platform, um, my website, which is rebelsuccessforleaders.com is another place you can find me. So I would love to connect with folks and um, help them understand anything they want to understand about being fearless. So... How do you personally define rebel? So rebel for me is really um, 
to use Jennifer words, it's really the soul part of who we are. Rebel is the thing that is mine. And it's the thing that only I can deliver to the world. Nobody else can do your rebel, but you, there is no other person on this planet now or anytime in the future who can do what you are here to do. That's your rebel. And then figuring out how to connect that to the success, right? Which is more of a external measurement. Somebody else decides that's what we need to do. Oftentimes we either follow our rebel or we follow the script and we don't connect the two. And so for me, it's about connecting the two. I love that. And, you know, I think when you accept that rebelness, when you know it, when you embody it, you are, then you move into such a new level of being without attachment, being without fear, or not letting the fear kind of dictate your actions. Um, and it really does change the ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last question is, well, I have two, I have two last questions. The first one is, what is the one thing you want people to remember from our conversation today? I would like for folks to remember that this is possible for them. I want them to know that, that even though fearlessness may be a big thing and, and they don't think they can get there, it's possible. It is possible and you will love it. That's <laughs> what I'm hoping that they remember from my conversation today. I love, I love that. Um, and my last question is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers res- refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Um, my magnet would say a world where change is fun. I like it. I like it because change isn't always in our mind fun, but when you kind of come from it, from a place of that curiosity and that energetic shift, it can be a wild fun ride of goodness. So love your magnet. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Jennifer. It's been great. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. Of course, I'm Jennifer Rizzio. This podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free empath tool in the link in the show notes. Listen, review, share, write a comment, but most importantly, reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid.